0: Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb savant, I'll be speaking to Tyler Page. Tyler is a 19 year old vocal powerhouse from Cape Town, South Africa was discovered via social media through her mesmerizing vocal and ukulele covers that led to her first signing with alt pop record label Bad Future in mid-2020. Tyler's debut single, Don't Believe the Aliens, was released late 2020 and was selected by video game giant Fortnite for their underground car radio station. The same single was featured on Spotify's Radar Africa playlist which features the most exciting artists on the rise from the African continent. Her second single, Kill All The Heroes was included on internationally syndicated tastemaker import radio show, Passport Approved, which airs on over 50 radio stations and six continents worldwide. Kill All The Heroes also reached number two on 5FM's Indie Chart. Tyler Page has received support from Record of the Day, Early Rising, Podcart, Going Solo, Conversations About Her, Biz Community, Techs and the City, and numerous other tastemakers. Up next on Celebs we've got Tyler Page. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life and how are you doing?
1: Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I'm so happy to be here with you and talking to you. Um, everything's going good. Everything's happening in the world. It's going really good.
0: From the beginning of your musical journey, tell us how it started and what invigorated you to get passionate about music let's hear the Tyler Page story
1: so I've been singing since I can remember like there's literally family videos of me singing Barney jumping on the trampoline you know yeah I've grown up in a very musical family everyone loves music so I've always been around music the old you know the old people music <laughs> you know? but yeah my music journey started when I started posting videos of on Instagram of mm-hmm. myself singing on my ukulele And I was always super shy, like I would never, ever, ever post. And then one day I just, well, I didn't post my first video. My boyfriend actually posted my first video on his page. And then I got recognized from his page. And then I sort of got confidence to post videos myself because I was like, oh my gosh, people actually like my voice, you know? So I started doing that myself and like doing... More and more And then I got um, noticed by Bad Future Music And we had a few meetings with them And then I signed with them And a year later I signed with Warn Africa And it's yeah. been amazing so far
0: A couple of things I want to unpack First of all, did your boyfriend tell you He was going to post that f- first video?
1: To be honest, I can't remember But I I think he told me He didn't ask me He was like, I'm posting it If you don't post it, I'm going to post it
0: Okay and then, <laughs> yeah. So was there any disruptions in the relationship from that? <laughs> no No. (laughs) (laughs) and now you mentioned you play the ukulele a couple of questions there do you play any other
1: instruments I don't I got my ukulele for my 16th birthday because I actually saw someone at my school that like was playing the ukulele at break and I was like oh my gosh I literally want to be you so she gave me inspiration and I was like dad surely
0: (laughs) (laughs) so did you teach yourself how to use it or did you go for lessons
1: no, yeah, so I told myself I just watched um tutorials on YouTube and I learned like the simple codes and then uh-huh. I started learning.
0: The Tyler Page journey of creating a song from mm. nothing to a three to four minute song, what is that process like for you? Is it the same every time? Take us, take the listeners and I through the process of you creating something beautiful.
1: So I collaborate with Bad Future with the songwriting and the music in the background, but we love to write music about things that are actually real and happening in the ro- in the world. Like my first song, "Don't Believe the Aliens," was literally about covid and what was happening in the world and what was going wrong and all these like weird things like we love producing weird things that are Mm -hmm. different and difference is so cool like normal is boring let's just be different (laughs) i love that but the music process it's a lot of hard work like there's been times where myself and my producer have been in studio from like 8 until 11 at night like just going through in-studio working really hard. But, I mean, that's what I love about it. The hard work pays off and the reward is amazing.
0: So you mentioned sometimes you're in the studio for a long period of time. Is yes. it because you're not getting there for a specific song or it's just taking a little bit longer compared to previous times when the songs come a little bit easier?
1: To be honest, myself and my producer, we are both perfectionists. Okay. and. I will literally sing one line of my song like fifty times just because I don't like how I sounded in that one word in that entire sentence. But I mean, it's a lot of fun. Like we have an amazing relationship together, the two of us. Um, but yeah, it's so much fun. Like I, I never, like it's tiring, but hard work pays off.
0: Yeah, you make. Why I was laughing is because sometimes when I do intros and stuff for the podcasts, I also was like, okay no, I didn't like the way I said that word. I didn't like the way yeah. <laughs> was, I just start again. And then I get so irritated with myself. I'm like, ah, I give a yeah. And, yeah. so I, I'm just, that's why I was giggling when you said that, because I can relate yeah. what you're saying.
1: If something needs to be auto-tuned, I'll say, no, I'll do it myself. Like, let me just learn it. We are not auto-tuning that word.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned auto-tune. I know that it was a bit, a big, controversy around that initially i mean sure's believe i'm not sure if you're aware that so song by sure called believe um from Mm. 1998 i believe was the first song ever that was used auto-tune and then there's controversy around that what is your feelings and perceptions around auto-tune and when it should be used and when it shouldn't be used
1: um well listen no one's perfect every single song in the entire world has some sort of auto-tune in it i mean like I said, no one's perfect. And sometimes, I mean, there was a song that I did where I was really sick and I couldn't hit a certain note and Mm -hmm. we just had to just, you know, pitch it up a little, but I mean, it's fine. Like it's so normal. And it shouldn't be something that people look down upon, you know? I mean, you can sing the song. If you can sing the song live, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's where the test comes out is that cool. These guys, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about all these guys who only use autotune and then yeah. they get on stage. Do they actually perform? Can they perform? And if not, well, then... yeah, mm. <laughs> You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. So you mentioned you got a whole bunch of songs uh, or that song and a bunch of songs. Is it leading towards a full uh, package of an album?
1: Well, we just did release an EP, which was amazing. That was yep. six songs. Yeah, But I think we're just going to... Throw out a few singles until we build ourselves up into an album. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to release a few bangers and then, you know, surprise everyone with a really cool album.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, and it's, it's true because these days, you know, I love me an album. I love that story of yeah. the journey of going, you know, through song to hopefully it's more than 10 songs, but song to one <laughs> through to 10 or 12 or 15 and having <laughs> that whole journey and that experience. But the and this leads me to my next question. You quite young, but uh, many years ago there was like vinyl, CDs, cassettes. Those are making a comeback. Was I love me a CD? I love holding the aesthetic of you know that holding something and that is an energy exchange to say thank you for the hard work you've put in and creating those long hours and all that kind of stuff. So what are your perceptions of? the physical compared to the digital platforms that are in the streaming and the way people are consuming music.
1: I mean, to be honest, the times have changed so much. I mm-hmm. mean, my generation has really only been digital mm. things. you know. So I, I never grew up in that time of vinyls. And I mean, I had like Justin Bieber CDs when I was like six, yeah, yeah. but was super fun because I used to pay them on my little radio in my yeah. room. But I mean, Easier is no one listens to those things, but at the same time, it's it's not easy. Well, it, actually, it's it is easier for people to listen to music because you just go on your phone and you like just press a button and you listen to a song. Yeah. But like you said, there is that feeling of going up and getting a CD and putting it in a radio player, yeah. or it's just like that nostalgic feeling that I wish was still here because I would love to experience that myself, and especially with my own music. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, yeah. I'm still listening to my music and enjoying it. And
0: yeah. <laughs> You see, the thing is that I agree. And just so you know, vinyls, cassettes, and CDs are making a comeback. In fact, last year, the first time in 21 years, there was an increase in sale of CDs. But yeah. you mentioned that easy factor. And yes. And don't you somehow feel that that takes away some of the – how do I say some of the elements of the person receiving the music actually appreciating it versus like, Oh, tap my phone. And there's a song whereas before. And you guys put in a lot of hard work, the writing, no, that word's not right. No, the lines aren't right. The song, the instrumentation, all those type of elements. And I feel this, I feel that just that tap. Oh, I don't really like this part. So I'm going to skip it. I don't know if the word cheapens is the right word, but it takes away some of that energy from what you guys are putting out there would you agree with what i'm saying
1: to be honest i really would like there's been a few times where i'm playing a song and i'm like no i want to get to this part of the song where i'm like my favorite part of the song i want to get there so i go straight to that part but yeah i agree with you it does take away from the that feeling that energy of the song but like i said i never experienced that stuff yes So I can't really understand as well as you can, (laughs)
0: which
1: is I want to, you know, like, I love the idea of putting a vinyl on a record player and like, like playing a song, like fool, you know, (laughs) I want to do that. I literally asked my dad if we can get one the other day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. (laughs) You've obviously created a few music videos. Do you enjoy that process? Do you have any input and say of how the music videos turn out? Your perception of the music video world?
1: So, I love making music videos. To be honest, I'm a completely different person behind any camera. Like, I'm normally like this giggly, soft little girl. Mm. And then I'm behind the camera, I'm like, I've got attitude.
0: (laughs) You know? Okay.
1: But my first music video that I did, for Don't Believe the Aliens, I shot on my phone in this room. Okay. Because it was COVID. And, like, it was so silly because you could see my door. You could see my mirror. You could see my bed. You could see everything. It was so hilarious. But, I mean, I love it. It's so much fun.
0: When you say you, that camera comes onto you and you turn into a different person, it, <laughs> have you got a name for that person, first of all? <laughs> or is it still Tyler?
1: <laughs> I need to come up with a name for her. I actually yeah, don't have
0: one. You need to give her an alias. <laughs> Yeah. Camera's on and there comes do doom page.
1: <laughs> Before the camera con- comes on, I'm like laughing and then I'm like
0: I'm like serious. <laughs> so for the guys who are listening, we're on Zoom and Tyler just did this all with her hands and went horse type <laughs> movements. <laughs> love it. Now performing live. Tell me what that experience and how what is that journey for you?
1: I absolutely love performing live. I just, I love, I think my favorite thing about performing live is seeing everyone's reactions and just, I love seeing people listen to me and like just me and appreciate my music. I think that's my favorite part and just connecting with people. And there's been a few times where I'm I'm singing a lyric and people go, "Mm," like they're connected (laughs) to that. That feels amazing. (laughs) But the whole process behind it's just rehearsing a lot, yeah. you know, in front of the mirror is like, I need to practice my dance moves, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so does that same persona that comes out when you're doing a music video come out on stage or is that a different persona or is that
1: Tyler? 100%. I so mean, t- I'm still Tyler. Yes, I'm is still it, I understand.
0: T- yeah, 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 yeah. Yes.
1: But I get, I'm a super a super shy person. Yes. But when I have a mic in front of me, i become so confident. And it's weird because in studio when I'm working, my producer will be like, okay, Tyler, just try this. And I'm like, no, wait, give me a mic. <laughs> it's like my safety." <laughs>
0: That's interesting. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> and he's like, Tyler, you know, you're, like you sound worse in front of a mic if you're trying something. And I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holding onto the mic. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I love playing these games. So it's a couple of games. I
1: okay, love that.
0: Top five artists, local, international, doesn't matter, past or present, they may be dead, of artists that you'd like to collaborate.
1: One would be Lo mm-hmm. Love Lo Yiso. Billie Eilish, I say her name every single time. Dream of mine, I look up to her. Rihanna, she's also an idol of mine. Um, Will Linley would be one of them. Would love to do a song with him another one would probably be sam smith okay yeah
0: yeah actually but- and putting it all out there i actually interviewed will a couple of weeks ago <laughs> so that so for the listeners listen to that podcast Some connections happening here. so yeah <laughs> but you also in cape town so have you guys connected as yet
1: yeah we've met a few times and he's such a lovely guy yeah i love him
0: okay so putting it out there next year duet tyler and will Let's let's make it happen. (laughs) Now, the next game I like to play, but the recipients don't often like it because I think, oh, easy. But then when it happens, it's not. So it's not necessarily favorite. But and I know that if I ask you this question in two minutes, two hours, two days, 20 days, your answer will be different each time. So if you, you had to give me your top five go to songs that you'd go to now and listen to, what would be those five songs?
1: Oh my goodness! But all of these songs are like kind of old.
0: That's <laughs> no, okay. Uh,
1: okay. So my first song would be "Unholy" by Sam Smith and okay. the Girls. Kim Petras. Kim Petras. Yes. Yes. I I l- listen to that song every single day of my entire. Life. But that's
0: not an old song.
1: No, the other ones are old. Oh, okay. That one, the next one is Ariana, and it's um, "Bitch Better Have My Money" because okay. that's when my. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it? Where is it?
0: <laughs> I love the clicks between the clicks, the hands and the clicks. Yes.
1: <laughs> what another song. Um Oh, I love something in the orange by Zach Bryan. Okay. Amazing. And I love the next two songs are by um Rainbow Kids and Surprise, and it's Free Fall and Painkillers. Those are my top five. Right there. Tell us
0: your Plans, your next steps of where Tyler Page is moving. Do you have You have a specific plan in Place or is you still feeling it as you Move forward?
1: Um, It's kind of a Mix in between, like it's Mm -hmm. kind of Both together. Definitely next Year we'll be doing a lot more I want to start performing a Lot more Mm -hmm. Um, Just releasing lots Of more music, some singles and Then hopefully an album towards The end of the year, but Right now, we're just taking it easy, honey. It is going. <laughs> so, just
0: chilling with the flow of the Cape Town waves. And then, when next year hits, you're flying on the seven footers. Hey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Christmas. And then we're flying.
0: <laughs> I want to speak to you more about your music and creative process. If you spoke about the songs are what's happening in the world and what's happening yeah. around, when you mentioned that, is it? perceptions of what's happening around yes but is it also personal experiences or a combination of both
1: it's 100% my personal experiences i mean one of my songs called until we meet again it's in my ep um it was so crazy because one of our family friends my brother's best friend passed away just after that that song came to us and it was like this song is for him And it was just such a crazy, like, full circle kind of moment. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely personal experiences. Like, everyone experiences heartbreak and, like, all these things. But these songs all come from me and my experiences. And a lot of people experience the same things that I'm experiencing, like, especially in my generation. Like, heartbreak's a huge thing. Mental health is a huge thing. So, that's sort of the things that I want to put out there because I want people to connect with me and like I want them to know that they're not alone. Yes. You know,
0: I know you said that you are perfectionist and you work long hours or time on the songs. But when those songs come to you, as I mentioned, is that an easy flowing process or is it sometimes difficult?
1: You know, it's always, you can't build Roman in a day. Like, okay. nothing's easy to you. And I work with our songwriter that works at Bad Future with me. And she's such an amazing woman. Love her to death. She's like my second mom, sort of family vibes, you know. And we take a lot of time to perfect a song, but also in the sense of making it real, you know. Mm -hmm. Like nothing's nothing's put on in my songs. It's just all real feelings, and that's just... Sometimes it just comes, sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes you need to tweak things every now and then, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I mean, it's a process. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And is there any times when you're finding a song, a real struggle and you decide, okay, pushing it away for a period of time, say weeks or months, or say not going there at all?
1: Listen, like there has been a song where I was like, this just, this just doesn't sound like me and you're we like that's fine we just don't do it you know like not not everything's meant for you yeah. and you just have to move on and do the next one like it's completely normal and it's fine and no one's not everything's for everyone which is fine
0: <laughs> and you mentioned you've been collaborating writing with your current uh collaboration team which you're loving and will carry on with but when yeah. you- When you potentially, well, no, not potentially, it's going to happen. When you collaborate with Will and Sam Smith and all these other people that come in, (laughs) are you going to find that um, bringing that fourth, third or fourth person into that collaboration process and energy? How's that process going to be for you? Will you find it a bit challenging having that new energy in space? Or will it just be, okay, cool, here's another person to throw words at the wall and see how it flows?
1: To be honest, I love meeting and working with new people. So I think it would be quite like calming not, not calming yes. but it's gonna be like easy to work with new people i mean i have a bit of social anxiety in the beginning but like once you've had a bit of banter then i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> i think it'll be quite cool yeah
0: okay so i'm looking forward to duets album with uh, (laughs) Sam Smith, Will and Lee, and all the rest you mentioned, which is uh, putting it out there. It'll happen.
1: Manifest. Exactly. The (laughs) law of
0: attraction, what you see, you manifest. Like I manifested this interview with you. I put sent out the email. I was hoping that you'd respond. And then it happens. So thank you for that. (laughs) Tyler, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. In fact, my main listening audience is UK, USA, Australia, South Africa's fourth at the moment. So as a final message to the listening audience, What would you like to say?
1: I would just like to say I love everyone that listens to my music. And if you haven't listened to my music, have a listen and I will love you. (laughs) And if you haven't listened,
0: why not? Yeah, carry on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why haven't you? Yeah, I just, just spreading good vibes, good energy and just want to connect with you guys. That's me.
0: So this is Slaves Vines signing out with Miss Tyler Page.
1: Bye.